We we started doing this out of lockdown again, mate, like episode 62. And now we're on episode 223. Well, what's happening, brother? What's happening, brother? Is that right? Is that right? right? Hold on. So, it was episode 62 when we started in lockdown. Now it's 223. I mean, let's do the quick math. Somebody get a calculator. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. 223. 223 minus 62 equals 161 episodes. 161, brother. Now, I would just like to say, spoiled, mate. thank you for listening for those 161 episodes because that, uh, it was a defining moment for me if I look back and actually Scott said, uh, because I remember I didn't actually want to do it over on the old uh, the old Zoom, th- the Zoom thing. I thought we'd lose some kind of connection, but uh, actually for myself, it made it better. But, uh, look, at, look at this, fully connected. Oh, I'm stuck to the curtain, mate. The whole cabbage box. Box, there we go. That's better. Right. right. Uh, episode 223. Um, we're back. We're live. My, my nipples are, are, are hard. Also, I think my nipples sit quite low in my book. I think, do you know what? Do you ever just stand in front of the mirror, my, right? Naked, looking at yourself and go, my missus fancies this. What is wrong with her? She no. must be fucked up, man, because I'm a right mess. I did the opposite. I stood in front of a man and go, oh, look at this man. Who is look this at, punk? Look at My missus doesn't fancy this. <laughs> What's she missing it on? <laughs> I, I was looking at myself in the middle the other day, right? I'm like, I think my neeps sit too low. My legs are dead short and all. We, sh- we stumpy legs, Mel. See, try to find shorts. See if there's any men out there, any heroes, right? Sorry. You know better after just cutting up, cutting up a pair of trousers? I might, I might have to I might have to get the Daisy Jukes out Doing <laughs> a bit of arseless chaps on I'll say again if there are any people out there with a penis because you obviously you can't say male and female anymore because it doesn't exist man. so if there are any people with a penis out there who have got wee short legs powerful powerful thighs they could fucking squash a watermelon where'd you, where'd you buy shorts for? because all the shorts now are all like past the knee Mal. you can also restructure that sentence uh-huh. Anybody out there with a set of legs and a wee short penis? <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh! <laughs> short, legs are, short legs are short penis. Oh, short body. Hey, there's nothing, there's nothing better, but... No, no, uh, you need what, to maybe shoot short penis? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, no, like, I think what you're suffering from is like you're a grown man from the waist up and a midget from the waist down. But uh, I think you maybe need to reach when, when she's pregnant. But... That uh, I think that there's something mad about. I, I often find myself with stiff nipples, and I'm kicking about the garden, and you're aware of it, and you're just like, I hope some, I hope other folk are as turned on about seeing this as as I'm wearing them. Uh, also, I, I, I uh, there's not much that I enjoy less than my neeps being touched. I hate it. That's one way you get a swift fucking uppercut to the jaw. What even if you're missing? No, getting a bit no, of that none, sexy time, no? No, that's that's a, that's a surefire way to end sexy time. Well, I'd imagine with the chest right, here yeah. you've got, they should need to trim down the garden first before she get anywhere near just, a, a stiff nipple. I just don't like it. But again, Mal, it just shows you how wonderful the human body is. We're all different, you know. Everyone has different uh, erogenous zones. You know, aye, man. You know, for me, it's just aye. Right to what the watching, it, Right to the did helmet. You, did you send me a video and it was something like? <laughs> I don't say. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't send you videos. Uh, Aye, right enough. That's going to be Mr. Ross. He's the baddie. 
and it was like we gone to a, gone to one of the jails where the, the, the you, you know you're getting bombed, and uh, they put honey in the asshole. No, it wasn't it. It was a Chris Rock stand up. I, I, I was watching this. <laughs> I watched hey, one thank, of the old ones and it was saying about you're getting a jail and all that and they put honey in your ass because right. even when you're sucking dick you can pretend that it's something else but when you're eating ass you can't pretend it's something else so they put honey in it how can you pretend some, you're sucking dick something else <laughs> well it's not easy for that well, that's that's a big lollipop. I don't know. I've never yeah. been in a jail t- t- time and been been cornered in the shower and, and asked to, to do stuff like that. You have reminded me of a video that I saw, and see, because we live in a world of AI, mate. I don't. I, I no longer know if anything's real anymore, right? Uh-huh. Like I, I, we'll, we'll talk about it later on. Where I was listening to news last night about the music industry and how they're uh, through equity they're trying to combat AI now or get the government to pass Aye. laws for no, AI. I was right? telling you about that a while ago. But I saw this thing. No, I want to believe it's true, but I don't know, and I don't even know how I would verify it, and I don't even know how I would find the video again. And now I'm thinking, Mal, did the Matrix plant that in my mind? And it's not even real. So here's the video. Are you aware of the painter Bob Ross? Of course, everybody is. Right, whispering Bob. Well, you know how, like, every week he's like, hey, it's been a little tree there. Look at that. No, right, you're going to tell me somebody mistakes, put all his right? paintings together and it's actually a journey, you not just it? a painting. Mate, that's, that's just what happens if you put all the images together. He's not consciously done the journey. Of course he is, mate. No, he's no. I has, because after, he, mate, see, once he's done the final one, he fucking, he died, mate. That was him, that was his nirvana. That's, that's him going to heaven, mate. Nah, it's, uh, a, it's a wonderful concept, but it was just, if you put no, any pictures together, nah, and no. the fact that he's painted so many, of course it's going to look like a journey. No, because it was perfect phone down the river. It's not as if like one painting's like a fucking stick man or like a black cat. Every one of them, Mal, was a journey to Valhalla. Do you know what's mad about Bob Ross and all? See, for every picture, he painted four identical. One for Did his you? vault, one for right. the TV show, one as a trial, and then... I think he done two out of TV. There's a brilliant, there's a there's a wonderful documentary about, Aye, about him. It's horrible. It's amazing. The documentary is amazing, man. Aye, those two fucking bastards that shafted him stole all his money. Well, they've, they've got me. There's so obviously his paintings are sought after around the world. Yes, yeah, he's, like he's got warehouses. Warehouses of fucking paintings. I mean, the world's not going to run out of these bad boys. I'd I mean, love if you a ten Ross. years time, you get a Bob Ross for four ninety nine or something. I'd love a Bob Ross. Aye, what kind of code talks are? What's that? What can I That's somebody just getting a nice wee paintbrush and running you. We've got a turkey No, Jing, actually, somebody like doing a wee bit of ASMR in your mouth and your roof and your ear till you fucking shoot the cannon. Just Bob Ross used to say. <laughs> hey, there's, just, there's no mistakes, it's just a happy accident. <laughs> here's the things I like clean out your toothbrush. No, clean out your tooth. What is it? Clean out your paintbrush. Give it a good whack. Yeah, I mean, I've just got a message for the missus saying, let's watch Interstellar tonight. Now, I don't know if that's code talk for something else, Mal. Or if Mate, I'm actually watching Interstellar. If you've listened to anything I've told you, that is one of my all-time favourite movies. It, it's, it, every time I watch it, your old dad has agreed. I'm uh, hoping, that, I'm hoping, is I'm hoping that's code talk. Code talk for I think, Interstellar. I, I think, I think Interstellar. it's going to go right to your head and you're black. This is bullshit. But I've watched it maybe about... Maybe six or seven times. You know, I'm, time a, I'm an emotional man. You know, I love a good greet. No, but this is science fiction slash it oh, could man. be reality. Oh, that, that. And uh, see, you're not a father, right? I'm a father, so I'm watching it for a father's perspective, right? And when he drives away and leaves his ways 
knowing that he's going to help the world but lose his children I thought I'd do that job my friend Mahoney because I don't <laughs> want to uh, I can't be arsed my wings anymore <laughs> and that's how he was greeting him he was like I, I, you know I'm out here but there's a couple of things I've no tell tell him I've no tell him about the birds and the bees because she's still young uh, and she's got ginger hair and I, and I never tell my daughter about the trouble she's got lying ahead not just global warming but the fact of kicking about being a ginger See, like before he launches the rocket, is he like, all right, all right, all right? Houston. Houston. Am I coming back for this mission? No. Well, uh, could you. I, I, I've ordered the milk. <laughs> Aye. There might be a bit of a backlog. Cancel the Sky <laughs> subscription. Aye. My Sky and uh, somebody else's. Uh, I've, got, I've got sexy stuff and that, but. Uh, burn my hooky stick and smash up every hard drive in my house Houston you there Houston I saw him watching that right up until aye, but, but that's the way your message said let's watch as in you're watching it aye or get it else. aye it's a great film absolutely and Hans Zimmer soundtrack is a wonderful wonderful piece of music do you think that he'll ever be look, looked upon as like like the way like Beethoven or that is I think uh, he really is. He's the, greatest, he's the greatest composer. Up. He's the greatest composer in living memory. Wow. Well, who, who's, who's the other? Who's the other? <laughs> All one? of the greats. Who's the other? Remember, one? Uh, oh, who's that? Uh, Maurizio Mericoni or something like that? Who's that Oriconi guy? That Amando Inicio. I was, called, uh, man, I was looking uh, at his Super Mario Ericone or something no, like that. Amando Inicio? No. Uh, uh, um, George Alberts. I, I can't remember the name. name. Another Italian boy. Even uh, though. Uh, it's uh, Ludovico Inundi. 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 No, that's not him. He, the, uh, guy, him. the boy who did Chariots of Fire. Uh, stuff like that. No. Well, uh, he is a composer and all, but the one I'm thinking about He's is dynamite, man. Mar Maracone or something like that. That boy. Actually, what about having your what about having your life? What films did he 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 do the songs for? No, mate, he does the day movies, man. He just does slip your strap yourself in, mate. Two thousand pound ticket. Here we go, man. He's the type of guy that fucking um the general's gonna see in Switzerland play. Do you know what I mean? For fucking right. six thousand rupees. What was that song about? Was that about how uh, the planet's slowly heating up and we're all going to die? No, that song was about the biggest stiffest erection I had last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Hans Zimmer. What a name as well, man. And like Hans. He's some character. Aye. He was brought up in um, in the UK. He's, he's a German, but he's sent to a, a boarding school in, in Britain. So he's got this mad German but English accent. And he's also got sort of I would say through all the German people that I know, he's actually got a wee bit more of a kindred spirit to 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 like, I don't know, a sort of sense of humour and stuff. And I think that really helps in his music because I think sometimes German people, the ones that I've met, are a wee bit too clinical. Where he is, he's got a wee bit more depth to him, or, or he's opened a wee bit more emotion in him, and he's got this fictional character in his head called Dorothy that when he's composing music he always thinks what would Dorothy think what and Dorothy it was the person about? that he was trying to um, he was trying to impress when he was younger but Do he's always what? got her in her head see you musicians he's a, I'm telling you right now and I will I will stand by this statement to the day I die there is nothing worse on this planet than listening to music musicians explaining their music 
It is a fucking cesspit of fucking wank juice. It's awful. See when it's fucking Radio 2 or that fucking Zane Lowe prick getting a fucking wanky. He's an ass licker. I don't like him. to fucking... It is awful, man. It's awful. I went back, mate, see the fucking Damon album? I was like, oh, it's just, a, I took it to the rap on fucking preset there it is. I no, listened to that whole interview thinking that'll be great. What a fucking wank gun he is. No, I thought he was amazing, man. Wank. The best one of them is the one that made cheese and fucked off. He was the best one. I went, make cheese, fuck you cunts. That the bass player. Coxon guy. Fucking oh, Johnny, aye, aye, the Johnny big guy smoked, smoked fags and played the bass. Right, hands up. Who's John, who's John Williams? <laughs> Apparently... John Williams is not a good guy. because John Williams did all the Star Wars. If you don't know that, Hansama, twelve-time Oscar nominee, is often compared to John Williams, but many believe John Williams is still the ultimate composer for his work he did on Porky's. Well, of course. Um, there's no arguing with that. I, I I quite like it how the best I get a chance to, to open up, talk about something I'm passionate about, and you and you stamp on me. Who you did scrape me off your shoe? Who did when, the when I listen to the Scott Gibson political or every podcast and just sit Smoking. back and let you pontificate? Smoking the bandit. Smoking the bandit. Smoking um, the bandit. Right, hey. genuine question for you, right? Yeah. Genuine question for you, right? You can get everything that you want in life. Is this a song? No, this is a question. Everything you've ever wanted, everything you've ever dreamed of, yep. everything you've ever wanted in your life, you can get. It's through that door. There's a door in front of you. All you've got to do is walk through it. You're getting the life you want. But you've got to beat Burt Reynolds in a fight for Smoking the Bandit, Burt Reynolds. Do you think? Oh, right, because if it's Burt Reynolds, then you could blow him off. No, Smoking the is Bandit, no Burt Reynolds. Is, you know, is Burt Reynolds no deed? No. I'm sure he did. Because I looked like, I mean, I seen something that looked right gay thin. It like, looked like he had the... He looked what thin, sorry? Gay thin, did you just say that? No, no, right thin. He looked as if he had the, the old AIDS or something like that. He was like, own death's door. I think he's dead. But Reynolds? No. Oh, Stop died. It. 6th of September, 2018. There you go. Dude. Where you been, Scott? I didn't right. see you mourning, banging pots out the back door for him. Right, I was I was out clapping for the NHS. But Mind you, he had a revival when he was doing uh, Boogie Nights. Do you know what? I thought Boogie Nights... Who was I talking to about the other night? But I, I thought it was a fucking great film. Oh, it was see good, me, man. See me take all the pumping in the midges of that? Still a great film. No, you're left with nothing. <laughs> was that the one... I Mark Wahlberg's got a massive big schlong? Aye, but it's no his schlong, mate. I could uh, I could identify with that, man. See, he was lo- looking in the cell in the mirror, this big massive... Tomahawk steak hanging between his legs. He was like, <laughs> "You're a superstar. That's what you are. You're a superstar. How You're a superstar. Would you be? <laughs> Try to slap that into action. How gutsy would you be if you got a role right at playing a porn guy who's got a giant slong on you, and then when it comes to the nude scene, they go, "Right, let's see it." You whip out and they go, "We're going to get a st- we're going to get a stunt cock in." <laughs> You'd aye, be fucking devastated. Like, can you just CGI it? Aye, can you know, just put me in the chair and put stick something on it, like an old sausage? Just put a bit of green tape on it and you can green screen it in later on. <laughs> Big elephant trunk. Aye, right, listen, I want to be in the movie, so you can put his length, but I want my helmet on the end of it. Right, green screen my helmet in. Director's like, yeah, he's got a good rear, he's got a great ass, but uh, he's not got the cock we're after. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, there's no complaining for your wife, you have you, Dick? 
It's not my it's fault. A, I'm a girl, I'm not sure, right? And you're not allowed a big rager on these films. So, uh, I the problem's yours. <laughs> Scorsese. Aye, but they kill you, put a fucking three bar fire on in here. Fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, was somebody was a, a great film. Somebody yeah, was a great film. Somebody spitting me. It, Jesus um, fucking wept. It was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't that amazing. It was all right. I could. I could name other ones better. Anything with Ron Jeremy in it. <clears throat> so I've got a few things to talk to you about. Yeah. Fuck, mate. Again, Do you just... like that guy at the Muppet Show with the glasses above? He's like a wee bit. Eh? My mind. My mind's firing this morning. Again, mentioning Ron Jerry. It was the message I was talking to about Biggie Nights. She says to me that she was in a pub in Ireland when she lived over there and Ron Jeremy walked in the pub and the whole pub went fucking mental. Right, he did. Did Partly Ron Jeremy walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Partly Ron Jeremy Rory, walked in. Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. Fuck him all, Ronnie. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> right, line up. Fuck's sake, man. Get us off again. So we're waiting 10 minutes. Partly up the bulge. Ronnie walked in with her as a bird's. Amazing, man. Every cow's like, no way, man, the fucking warthog. The hedgehog. If I knew you are going down, you are getting cancelled, Ronnie. <laughs> Make it, my man. Ronnie, Ronnie. Have a Guinness here, you Ronnie. Stick your cock in the Guinness, Ronnie. Stick your cock in the Guinness. Now lick off the foam. Lick off the foam, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cunty. <laughs> hey, what way, Ronnie? Get him back to the caravan there, Ronnie. Fuck me, Ronnie. Uh, she's right for the burning, Ronnie. Got a few gypsies at the back. Here, we're getting hammered in a fucking uh, cock fight, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, how are you with your fist? <laughs> oh, that kind of fist, you dirty cocker. Don't be eating peanuts when you're drinking Guinness, Ronnie. <laughs> Take your cock in a Guinness, Ronnie. That's my boy. And lick it. Stick it in the mouth, Ronnie. Stick it in the mouth. Put your cock in the Guinness, Ronnie. <laughs> George, hey. Roger, uh, you got two first names, Ronnie. Put your cock in the Guinness, Ronnie. I tell you what I watched uh, I think in an Irish accent I watched the U2 thing where uh, Boner and the Ledge recreated all their old songs with like a kind of orchestra and Dave Letterman flew out to interview them right as a bit U2 right they are up to maybe for me up to maybe discotheque were untouchable were amazing uh huh uh huh uh huh right and then they kind of Bono went a wee bit over the top with a wee bit he, aye right so a big bit and then David Letterman just flew or just heavy licked his ass mm-hmm. bathroom right but there was something good about it and all but equally cringy mm-hmm. but what I did think is the ledge or the edge as his mother cries him he kind of looks pretty much the same see Bono he's looking like a heavy duty old guy man aye but is Bono a, he's in a bit of work done it? it's gone bad yeah. I like think that, that's that, what's happened. Aye, because it's just it doesn't look right, man. Looks like a cat. And I think maybe the ledge it's had work done and it's all right because he's just got the kind of same face. No, I think the ledge is like consumed the soul of the drummer who never aged. And Aye. then that's him he's he's maintaining that youthfulness. Well the two the drummer and the bass player weren't there, right? And I think maybe the bone on the ledge is at them to keep themselves going. But anyway, 
some of the music was amazing, but what they've done is they've done that pretentious thing, whereas they've rewrote some of the lyrics because they felt the tracks oh, were unfinished. Fuck. And you're oh, just right. going, I thought you were going to say like offensive them. lyrics in, in today's time or some shit. No, they've, they've added extra lyrics and stuff like that to, I think it was Sunday Bloody Sunday and a couple of other kind of politically we've, charged. We've changed so, the words to Sunday Bloody We've taken out the word Fenian and we've replaced it with the word <laughs> Heaven Sent because we didn't find it offensive in today's tongue you know well that's that's it exactly that's what they've done the the um the the, the sort of um the, the kind of the refrain or the reprise at the end of sunday bloody sunday is fuck about the team black and tan i get you get tell it black and tan the border shore <laughs> with tanks and guns they took our son <laughs> imagine if that's how they started a fucking concert it would be fucking amazing man just pure like dry ice just fucking like, <laughs> fucking static fucking like ice Thanks and guns, they took our sons. Thanks and guns, they took our sons. I love you too, right? But I also love the Rangers. I'm torn, Scott. I'm torn. Torn, my man. I think it would be great to be in a band like you two, where. <coughs> you've got obviously a, a, a level of success the average man can't even begin to fathom right putting their fucking card in the bank like £40 cash unbelievable what a life I'm living look at this it just keeps coming out but you and imagine being like a bass player a drummer a guitarist in any band like you too where it has such a confrontational frontman if you want or, or such a, a frontman who is desperate for the fame where you can just go let that cunt do every interview and all I need is turn up to the gigs uh -huh. and I still get a fourth of the money I well, think that would be fucking brilliant one of the things that's held you two together and they were one of the first bands to implement it is they just did everything it was a five way split between their manager and the four members of the band uh, everything songwriting titles all sort of uh, incomes and that's what's held them together because they're all pretty bastards like you know but that's the way you do it man eh? that, that's it's the it. only way to do it and that's how if you look historically back how bands split up it's right down to money and, and when when the lead singer's getting all the, all the cash and the bass player and the drummer's going hold on I'm just doing fucking 200 pound a week the fuck's going on here he's a multi millionaire I'm out there, here there was some other band like a kind of wanky fucking English fucking you know our new rock <laughs> I heard them in an interview saying like they do that when everything gets split there was six of them and then it was well, like Coldplay did it as well now they, were they, saying they, like, they split everything fairly Sunday Disney write songs or whatever, but they will do like the, they're responsible for the merch or they run web they all everybody gets a, another job other than being in a band Aye, I don't think you could just like, say you're the bass player turn up and go like right what chords is the guitarist playing right we want to play A, C, B, G, J, X, Y right alright I'll be a quarter of you make boys in that interview they were like well I run the f I drive a bus because I can't write because I don't read and write very good now I mean but I can slap fuck out of bass let me tell you ah, it's it's um, if you get it I wonder what you two feel like so Simple Minds were bigger on U2 early 80s and then U2 just went through the stratosphere right so there'd be a wee bit element of Simple Minds even though they're apparently mates Simple Minds must kind of be a wee bit envious of U2 right then I would say Coldplay stole U2's crown 
and new Coldplay went into the stratosphere. I uh, wonder Coldplay how you two feel new... about Coldplay. Well, I don't, I don't think they'd mind because I'm pretty sure that you two could probably announce a world tour tomorrow and sell it out. And I don't oh, imagine the boys... I don't, I don't know, I don't, mate. Aye, they could, mate. If they were to do, like, say a 40-day tour across the world in, like, every major city, you know, make capital cities, they'd fucking sell that out. The new, if, especially when you're in a situation where you're going, I don't know if, if I'm going to see them again. If, if you two went down a gig at Hamden, it would sell out. If they'd done it at Parkhead, they'd do four nights in a row. Because <laughs> you're the Catholics, man, they love you too. Do you know what, mate? I've said to you before, I, honestly, I know it will only happen, but I really wish the fuck, I wish people would just do things like that. See, like a big Irish band, I wish they would play Parkhead and I wish they would bring the Pope on. I fucking, I would, I fucking really wish they would do it. See, when the Pope played Glasgow Green, I, I just wanted him to go to Parkhead. I really did. Just, I just to fucking even brilliant. do a drive-by like that, boys. No. To actually go on the pitch, I, f I oh, just think it would be fucking that amazing. Would be amazing, wouldn't it? I know we yeah, spoke about that before, be unbelievable. See, honestly, like, see if there was an old firm game at Parkhead and they could get the Pope there, I would fucking love it, man. I think it would be amazing. Celtic destroy Rangers because you'd be playing with like, a higher power, <laughs> I, wouldn't you? I mean, we have spoken about this before on the show, but and, and I think about it all the time. I just think there are certain things in life that are, you know are never going to happen, right? And see that I just think it would be fucking amazing surely I know obviously right like we joke about Ian Paisley's like, went to every, every Rangers game he's got oh, a season I mean, ticket he's <laughs> on a fucking Sean Connery mask and walks you will stop me from walking and walks no, right in Sean Connery's mad for the Celtic and does he know no Sean Connery's a fucking Rangers man no he's not he's a Celtic ah, he fan mate no he's not oh, no he's oh, not come on no, he's not. Sean, because remember that was the thing. Celtic used to go, we've got Billy Connolly, but we've got James Bond. He's a Rangers oh, man. Right, right. Didn't know that. Mate, coach Sean Connolly. Slaps his woman about. Fuck, so. Exactly. Slaps a woman about. <laughs> <laughs> left Scotland was, for money. He's a Rangers man. There's nothing wrong with nine in a row and slapping your woman every now and again. <laughs> I tell you, else you like to slap his wife. The boy Alberts. I may have lost all my shares, but the amount of bitches I've slapped about that field during the 90 minutes makes up for it. Well, it's nothing better than putting on a size 7 Moldmaster and booting her out in a fanny. <laughs> There's nothing more I like doing than taking a Mitre 5 and smashing it off the bitch's face. <laughs> she turned to me and said, Sean, are you going to put the dishes away? I said, listen, Ursula. Smell the glove. Next minute, <laughs> KO'd the bitch right in the floor. I took an old shoe and I sat it in a puddle, made it shocking wet, and I kicked it right in her face. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, mate that if you like an old tube, ah. did you ever have them when you're younger? Old fucking tubing boys, if they ran through a puddle, they'd be fucking soaking. And me used to go like that, it was just soaking. Don't need to kick up there! Don't kick up there! Somebody just boot up there, and then I'd somebody jump up and do the heat on Just keep fucking soaked. <laughs> oh, this mucky water. Oh, man. And then we go yeah. back to the showers and all that. Remember that? Remember that tubing and all that? Eh? Remember that? Oh, you've missed a bit in your back there. Oh. You fucking weirdo. Choo choo. I want, they must, they must know, like, do you think they know in the Vatican? Like, do you think the Pope knows it's Alex's team? Aye, but then you get the arguments of all oh, the other countries. What's his team? It's just yeah, because it have it. it's just it's Scotland's so Neanderthal with its religion, and it's only split into really two teams and religion. Whereas other countries, it doesn't even come into it. I 
I know, I know that. Like I know, I, 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 I know that's I, I, what I'm saying. That. But there will be there will be teams where they're like. Well, I was going to say that if if you're in, like, say, a Catholic country, let's say Italy, for instance, where all the majority of all the teams are all Catholic teams, is there any other I mean, hardcore Catholic? But I don't think it's a. You know, no, I don't. The Pope, I, the Pope would probably have a team there. I think. Hold on. Well, he's, Argent, he's Argentinian, isn't he? Has any of the popes aligned themselves to any Italian football teams through the years? Well, See, they be Papa. They be they be good one for the eighties. He must have supported Lazio or something. No, they're Nazis. Lazio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we thought it was a good No, it was the Erwan that's in that say, isn't it? German one. I would just love it. And I know it's never going to happen, but I would I would absolutely love it if he just went to Parkhead for a game. I think it would be fucking brilliant, man. Just use his season ticket at once. Even oh. even if you're a diehard Rangers fan, you've been away, and go like, do you know what? Fair play to them, man. That's fucking brilliant. What the, how they go there, I don't know. What the game? He could go in disguise. He could get in disguise, right? Because I seen a picture last night and I meant to fucking screenshot it and send you. Michael Jackson went to a gig uh-huh. in disguise. And you right. will never believe what he did. <laughs> Ready, can you? Did you saw a picture of Robert I need to find this. Right. He went blackface. Course he, he blacked up. Well, he, well, he can't black up. He is black. <laughs> no, but then he's just he's went full shoe polish. Full I swear to God, man. And it was, it was like him in the picture. Was like, I was Hello, my picture. mommy. Hello, my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's dressed like, I really want to be a big bad brother. And he's just went... <laughs> Full on, gave himself afro, heavy duty dark skin, and he's wearing like a white 80s super actress kind of thing, Tate right. O'Neill or something like that. If, if, try and find it and, and add it into this podcast. It's that's who it is. It's Michael Jackson and Tate O'Neill. It's and, and just put Michael Jackson in disguise. It is right. the fucking weirdest picture ever. Are you finna? No, I'm still searching. Oh mate, <laughs> honestly, it is. I wouldn't even know how to spell Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson and is it Tatum. Jared, oh. <laughs> 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 he looks as if he's fucking on the run. Look at it, the funnier it gets, man. He, look, he looks like a black Bob Ross. And it's unbelievable and look at how happy she is she's like I'm Michael Jackson folk are like you're with somebody you've just fin up the woods <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> 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 look at the kid with beard and everything that's, tre- oh. that's tremendous man why I mean I know you need to at that time in his peak he had to like get <laughs> <laughs> go into disguise to just kick about and get a loaf in yeah, that bit Jiggy's Jake, like I'm going to go and put a disguise on his man just like right Michael fucking hurry up and then he came out his man's just like no where is he absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> absolutely not get a beard off get a shoe polish off no he's coming like what'd you say punk I'll kick your motherfucking ass and they're like what you don't need to put the accent on shut your fucking mouth <laughs> So good, man. So good. It, it looks like you know who he looks like Robert Downey Jr. on Tropic Thunder. That's uh, what he looks you know, like. You never go full <laughs> retard. You never go full retard. <laughs> Rain man, half retard. Never go full retard. <laughs> Mate, that what a great film. You couldn't make that now. You could not make that uh, film now. Tropic Thunder, man. You I never go that full retard. Again. That should be a t-shirt. Never go full retard. 
Hey, do you know what I watched? Do you know what? Fuck Interstellar. We're watching that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Listen, I know you, it's, a, it's a great piece, great soundtrack, but I've got another one for you. Tropic Thunder. Aye. Right, uh, conversation up. continues for the heroes. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the hashtag show. Go to the hashtag show.co.uk, follow the links to the Patreon. Sign up for as little as a pound a week, and you get every single episode in its entirety because the show continues after we leave the scum. So we'll speak to you all next week. And heroes, continue listening. I like to talk about a few things in the next episode, uh, the continuing episode. Aye. I've been microdosing mushrooms, which I don't think I've told you about. I know, you're uh, such a hipster new man. I've watched a couple of films. Uh, uh, watched the new Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise, if you're a fan of the yep. franchise. And, I've got, and a, uh, I've got a good question for you as well, about a boy who yeah. on death row who died. He came back. He came back. No, he came back to life. And then he went to the court and said, I was dead. I should have, I should be out of jail because I was in for a life sentence and I technically died. So set me free. Oh, I like it. So he died for a couple oh. of minutes, came back. Aye, um, right. 1994 Family Fun is coming up. Get your tickets for that. It's in June. Uh, there's also Ultrasonic at Club 69 Paisley. It's about to sell it. Come and join the party, y'all. See you next week, scumbags. Ta-da. Bye. The hashtag show. Fuck you, Gary, so